The What's This Full House Edition podcast is part of the What's This Edition podcast network, where you can check out other great shows like the What's This Disney Edition podcast, where Amy and Savannah go really deep into the Walt Disney collection from start to finish. So check out those other great shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other really great platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. So first and foremost, I want to apologize for putting this episode out like heck of a lot later than I intended, but... There is a reason behind my madness. (laughs) Um, This episode is my favorite episode ever. And I really wanted to take a lot of time on it and get as much out of it as possible. Because it only comes once. (laughs) One time. And it's going to be over. And I just... It it hurts me to be actually doing this, but I'm also super excited as well. So today's episode is from Season 1, Episode 15, called A Pox in Our House. So, like I said, this is my favorite episode. And it, it just, oh, I'll get into it a lot more. But first of all, the air date of this one came out in January 29th. 1988. This one was directed by Joel Zwick and written by Lenny Rips. So the description for this one is, when an illness sweeps over the Tanner home, Danny scrambles to find a babysitter for Michelle. So we, I did want to go over a little bit here how there's been no changes to the credit sequence, the the intro credit sequence. It's still the full entire song, Um, you know, no changes with the credit sequence. Okay, now we get into the episode. So it starts off with Jesse performing in the living room with his doo-wop group, um, which we've never seen before. But if you look at the other guys that are in this doo-wop group, some of them are familiar to me because I have seen them before. If you remember... And this is going to be a while back. So from episode two, episode two, our very first night when Jesse had the band come over to the house to practice and they had the lead singer. Her name was Raven or something. She she was not in the doo-wop group, but there were other guys in that band that were also in this doo-wop group all the way all the way now in here in episode 15. So we see them there and then in episode 12 um 
only a few episodes ago in our very first promo, Jesse is also in his band, Jesse Cochran and the Rippers. So this doo-wop thing must be like a side gig for him, which actually a lot of musicians do. They, they have like their main band and then they do like other projects. And sometimes they use the same members. They're just under different band names, which a lot of, you know, musicians do. So Jesse and the doo-wop group go on to perform an acapella song called Hoja, originally performed by Todd Rundgren. Hoja, please, won't you tell me how to... And they go on and on and on. And I wrote... I'm actually quite impressed at how well this song is done with all these guys and Jesse. And these guys just seem to know exactly what they're doing as far as this acapella. And it sounds so good, too. Like, it's just it's just that one song that gets caught in your head. And um, I've randomly sung it before here and there in my journeys. Anyways, um, as they sing, Danny, Joey, and Michelle watch from the couch. So they're kind of the audience there. And DJ and Steph make their way down the stairs to check it out. And you can actually kind of tell here that DJ is happy and excited and enjoying the group. And Stephanie kind of looks mopey and sad. But why? We'll find out in just a minute. But right now, the group finishes and Danny sort of sings by himself for a minute. He's like, eh, eh, like he wants to be part of it. But, you know, Danny is very awkward and would not quite fit in with that sort of a thing. <laughs> so Jesse tells the rest of the guys that he will see them at the dress rehearsal that night. Then the other guys sing a little da 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 goodbye da 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 goodbye da 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 goodbye 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 and then Jesse just says goodbye and they all leave. So at three minutes thirty-four seconds we see that Stephanie is now on the floor, sitting on the floor. She's looking really mopey, and Danny gets down to her and asks her if she's okay. And she responds that she feels yucky. Yeah. So Danny moves her onto the couch and she still feels yucky. Danny then discovers that she has a fever. And Danny, Joey, and Jesse, they all start to check each other. They're like, let me see that. Let me see that. And they're all touching each other's foreheads. And they're checking Stephanie. They're like comparing their foreheads with Stephanie's forehead and it's just so hilarious so dj pipes up to say that i think they're all running a fever which <laughs> it's actually kind of a prediction but we'll get there so as danny still examines stephanie she asks aren't i too old to get pimples and proceeds to show danny what appear to be chicken pox danny tells her that they aren't pimples that they are indeed chicken pox Stephanie reacts by saying, chicken pox? I caught something from a chicken? So she's very unknowledgeable about illnesses, apparently. So she thinks she caught something from a chicken. But Danny reassures her that she probably just caught them from someone at school. So Danny also mentions that everybody gets chicken pox. And... He says, he goes, you know, everybody goes on to say that they had him, they had him. And then Joey says that he's never had him and he never will. That he's immune to chicken pox. 
Jesse says that you can't be immune to chickenpox. Joey goes on to say that every kid in his school had them but him. Okay, let me just, let me just, okay, the next thing I'm going to say comes from a very, very, very later season. And if you don't want to hear it, just rewind past this because it's a spoiler alert, really, or a little bit of a, like a trivia spoiler alert type of thing. So here we go. In season four, episode seven, Viva Lost Joey, there is a conversation that goes on behind the scenes at Joey's show in Las Vegas with Joey's father. They are sitting on the couch in this backstage room, Joey and his dad, and they're having a conversation. And Joey's dad actually goes on to talk about the time Joey had the chicken pox. I kid you not. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even joking. You can look it up. It's season four, episode seven, Viva Lost Joey. Watch it. Watch that scene. They talk about Joey having the chicken pox as a child. Okay. So he did have it at one point. So here we go. So moving on here, since everyone now has claimed to not have the chicken pox, Danny, Danny's happy that no one has to worry about catching him. Then Michelle makes a noise and he is distraught. So they immediately quarantine Stephanie and she is super itchy. And if there's anything, I'm just going to say, if there's anything sickness-wise, illnesses in the, in the entire world, uh, I can't hate more than being excessively itchy. I don't know if you've ever suffered with excessive itchiness, but it is the actual worst. And I honestly wouldn't even wish it upon my worst enemy. It is the actual worst thing. Uh, so I am like, poor Stephanie for having to go through this. This is awful. So Danny gave her magic oven mitts to help stop the itching. But Stephanie knows better and said, Dad, these are for TV dinners. <laughs> She's like, get real. <laughs> so Stephanie goes on to say that she has to be all better by tomorrow since a real ballerina is coming to dance for her ballet class, which this might actually be the first mention of Stephanie being a dancer and they continue on with this basically throughout the whole duration of the rest of the show which is I think so cool they do all sorts of different recitals with her and and it just oh. so this might be like the first mention of that um anyway Danny tells her that if she wants to get better fast she'll need rest and fluids so DJ enters with a glass of juice and she drinks the whole thing in one go and says, Kim, come DJ, this time orange juice and no pulp. So she's, you know, taking full advantage of being sick and DJ being her servant. You know, she's like, hmm, I'm going to, I'm going to get whatever I want. So then Jesse enters the room wearing the most greatest outfit I've ever seen him in. It is a dark teal suit with silver sequins on the sides, a white shirt, and a black tie. And it is so outrageous that even DJ starts laughing as she leaves the room. And honestly, it looks like Candace Cameron broke character and was, and was just laughing hysterically as she left that room. She looked at him and just bursted. Like, 
hilarious. So we have that. And then, okay, he asks Danny, how do I look? And Danny responds with, you look like you should be spinning from the ceiling of a disco. Let me say that one more time. You look like you should be spinning from the ceiling of a disco. (sighs) Okay, next thing. Another spoiler thing coming up. Okay, so in season seven, episode six, Smash Club The Next Generation... You remember, if you've seen that episode, you'll remember that Jesse actually does this. He actually gets on the disco ball and is spinning around the room on it. How funny. <laughs> okay, anyways, Jesse is in there with calamine lotion to help Stephanie with the itching. Then Joey comes in and watches Jess for a minute. And then Jess Jess says, when he had the chicken pox, he didn't scratch once because he was so tough. And what's wants Steph to be tough too. And she gurs very softly. She's like, she's not going to be tough. So Joey finally pipes up to say, growling, please. He has state-of-the-art medical technology. Teddy, itch no more. You scratch the bear wherever you're itchy and it will help you. So Joey also ever so smartly gives Stephanie an air horn to press if she needs help. And so Jesse and Danny are highly unimpressed. DJ comes back with a full tray of OJ and says it should last her five minutes. (laughs) Danny mentions that he'll be there for Steph the whole weekend, except for tomorrow afternoon, since he has a special report to finish on the Golden State Warriors, a very important segment for his career. So this is something that's obviously he's worked on, he's looking forward to, he needs to be done because it's part of his job, um, and it's, you know, another, you know notch on this topic of Danny's job, which is really cool, which I really like hearing about. It's really interesting. So he'll be sitting on the bench during a real game, or Jess goes on to say that he has his dress rehearsal that night and his doo-wop show the next night. So other than that, he's all hers. And Joey's available all weekend because, well, he's available all weekend. (laughs) So DJ says that's great since she will be going to Sally Penzo's house for her very first slumber party. And she's in charge of making sure nobody falls asleep. So, few things here. Who in the heck is Sally Penzo? And where's Kimmy Gibbler? Where is she? I want to know. Is is she going? She needs to go. Where's Kimmy Gibbler, people? Come on now. So, I think it would have been interesting if, like, Kimmy came over and, like, gave everybody chicken pox. You know, that'd be, like, such a Kimmy thing to do. But where is she? Nowhere to be found. Who's Sally Penzo? Why? So Stephanie does a test with the air horn and they all come running back in thinking that there's a problem, but she's just testing. (laughs) And so now DJ is staying in Michelle's nursery for the night, but why? If she had them, she has no fear of catching them. So I don't know why she's really staying in there, but she's in there now. Danny says Steph needs her rest, but how would DJ disrupt that. Have no idea. 
that's the biggest question, I think, of this episode. Danny says goodnight to DJ and Michelle, and we hear Stephanie's air horn again. So Danny leaves, and DJ uses her big sister power slash her good pointing finger to get Michelle to lie down. So, next morning rolls around, and we are in the kitchen, where Danny is showing off his mad basketball spinning skills that only Danny could do. So you see this tall, lanky, awkward guy trying to spin this basketball, and it's just a mess. So while DJ is chug-a-lugging her cereal, she doesn't want to miss her ride for her very first slumber party. Jesse comes downstairs, visibly looking terrible, and Danny kind of jokes with him about, whoa, nice look. What did your blow dryer short out? <laughs> so he says that nothing's wrong and that he's fine. Then Joey comes up from his bedroom slash the garage, hallelujah. So looking also visibly terrible. He goes on to say that he has a fever, that he's sweaty and itchy, and it must be malaria since he has all these mosquito bites. <laughs> he's so dumb. But Danny knows better and tells him it's chicken pox. Joey then reminds him that he's immune, which also, if Joey did have the chicken pox when he was little, he would be immune to chicken pox as an adult. And if he wasn't, if he... If he was immune to chicken pox, this instance of Joey having the chicken pox would actually present itself as shingles. So Joey basically has shingles. I'm just saying. Okay. And um, Joey reminds him, yep, that he's immune. But Jesse chimes in to say that Joey's immune to common sense. <laughs> now at this point, Stephanie, Jesse, and Joey all have the chicken pox, well, Joey has shingles, and DJ is leaving for the party soon, so who will watch Michelle? Suddenly the phone rings, and it's Jesse's mom calling to check in randomly, okay? He tells her that Joey and Stephanie have the chicken pox, and she tells him that that time he thought he had the chicken pox, it was actually an allergic reaction to wool, and that he indeed had the chicken pox and to get plenty of rest and fluids and no dating. So now Jesse realizes he has it. Mm. Danny realizes that Michelle has no sitter. They all give DJ that look, kind of like, you're the only one available, please stay and babysit Michelle because we really need your help, kind of look. But then the doorbell rings and she's like, well, gotta go. <laughs> and she kind of looks back at Danny and asks, oh, you'll be fine, won't you, Dad? And Danny says, well, yeah, and starts calling around. He says, oh, there's got to be at least 20 sitters in here dying to make a dollar fifty an hour. But Danny wants DJ to go, so she leaves. And now Danny has 47 minutes to find a sitter. Oh, so this next scene will probably have to be my favorite possible scene in this episode. And I'm going to take a really short break. And I'm going to be right back to go over my favorite scene from this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. So I'm about to go into my favorite scene of this whole episode. If and it's within my favorite episode in my favorite scene. So this is probably my favorite scene in the entire series of Full House. It just goes to show how much 
I love Stephanie Tanner as a character and how well done Jodie Sweden, you know, plays this role of Stephanie. It's just amazing. And here we go. We're going to get into it. So it starts at 13 minutes, 21 seconds. We see Stephanie sneaking out of her bedroom and she's like, goodbye, chicken pox prison. Hello, ballerina. And she's dressed up in like a, an obvious, terrible detective style disguise and starts her way towards the stairs. But Jessie comes up so she hides really fast into the bathroom there upstairs. She enters the kitchen finally where Joey comes up from his bedroom so she hides again behind the stair banister thing. And Joey exclaims, oh... Where's my bacon, eggs, toast, juice, and tea? Danny, where are you? And he's in the living room calling sitters. So Joey decides to help him out and write down exactly what he wants. And he can't find a pen. And so Stephanie throws a pen onto the floor to distract him so he won't see her. She makes her way into the living room where Danny's actually talking to Derek. If you remember him from the last episode, um, he was played by Joshua Cadman. We don't actually see him here, but you get the idea. He's talking to this character, Derek. And Derek is threatening to replace Danny if he can't be there soon. Since he's done all of the other work, you know, he needs to be there in 37 minutes. Joey calls for Danny, so he gets up and jokes that why can't chickenpox cause laryngitis? But wouldn't that cause Danny to be replaced for the Giants game? So why would he wish for that right after telling Derek that he can't be replaced? Ugh. Ugh. So Danny leaves to tend to Joey and Stephanie finally has an open like time to escape. She makes it all the way to the door until Jesse sees her. While he comes down the stairs, he, he says, what do we have here? And at 15 minutes and 10 seconds, Stephanie turns around and says, hello, Mr. Cochran, I'm my friend Karen. And an obvious fake voice, like, I can't do it, sorry. It just came, she says, I just came to see poor little Stephanie. She's missing a real ballerina. Jesse says, well, isn't that thoughtful of you, Karen? Like, because he obviously knows that Stephanie. Well, as you know, St Stephanie is very sick with the chicken pox and shouldn't be going anywhere. And she replies, chicken pox? I better get out of here. So Jesse replies, well, you probably already got him from me. And Stephanie kind of breaks this Karen character and says, Uncle Jesse, you have the chicken pox too? Well, Jesse says, what was that, Karen? And this is so funny. She says, I mean, Mr. Uncle, I mean, Uncle Cochran, I mean, Jesse, Mr. I mean, I mean. And she finally breaks down and reveals her true identity by taking off her hat and glasses. It's me, it's me, Stephanie. <sighs> Jesse is fake surprised. Obviously, he knew it was Steph the whole time. And he starts to question why she's out of bed. She claims to be all better. But Jesse asks her then, what are those bumps all over you? And she's like, they're my all better bumps. But no, uh, 
they both know that they aren't. And so, okay, so this next scene right here, uh, Jesse and Stephanie have kind of like what I like to call a half a heart talk. There's a lesson to be learned here, but in more of a comedic way. And it's quite shorter than like the longer heart talks at the end of the episodes. But in this case, this kind of half a heart talk is in the middle of the episode rather than the end. So Jesse goes on to say that being sick sometimes means you have to miss out on the stuff you really want to do. Then realizes he's going to have to miss his doo-wop show. But he's got to be tough. So at 17 minutes, 20 seconds, I really do love this little scene between Jesse and Stephanie. They interlock pinkies and doing the chicken strut. And it really warms my heart to see. Because when I know, and I kind of won't give this away because you just have to go watch it. Um, I know what happens at the finale of the series of Fuller House. Literally, just if you watch this this little scene here at 17 minutes, 20 seconds, then go watch the series finale of Fuller House. Oh, it just will warm your heart. Okay, so now we have a scene change here of Jesse and Joey in Joey's bedroom now. They are dabbing calamine lotion on their chicken pox, and the most hilarious scene, I think, in this episode plays out. So Jesse says, Joey, this is, this is not fair. And Joey replies, whoever said life is fair? Jesse says, two men rubbing goop on their bodies, that's what I call unfair. Joey says, let's talk about salmon, shall we? Salmon wait their whole lives to swim hundreds of miles upstream, make love once, and drop dead. Now that is unfair. And I actually say that all the time. Someone will say, oh, it, that's just not fair. And I'll say, let's talk about salmon, shall we? So, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man. Jesse doesn't get it, though. So Joey explains that he's trying to make the best out of a situation. Yes, he's itching, but he's itching with a smile on his face. Jesse is unenthused. Jesse calls him a wimp. So they make it a competition to see who itches first. They start to try and psych each other out by calling out different big old juicy chicken pox each other have so they will itch them. But they both finally break down and itch each other. So neither one of them will be a wimp at the end. So they stop when Danny and Steph come in and see them. So now we have another scene changed and we're in the living room now where Danny is on the last person to call for babysitting. We finally see Michelle in this episode. She's sitting on the couch there with Danny and playing with her own little toy phone. And Danny's next idea is to call Sally Penzo's house and catch DJ before she goes to Carmel for the slumber party. But he thinks he can't do that to her. Danny even asks Michelle, who's a literal baby, for her opinion. And she actually babbles something that actually sounds like she's saying, call DJ, which is really weird. She actually says something. And it, when you watch the episode, you'll, you'll kind of hear it. Danny and Michelle play with their phones for a second. Michelle hangs up on Danny and gives him the cutest little smile ever. Okay, next now we have a scene change again. At 21 minutes, 38 seconds, we see Joey, Jesse, and Stephanie in Joey's room. Note, 
what they're wearing on their hands, okay? Joey's wearing hockey gloves. Jesse's wearing socks on his hands. And Stephanie is itching. Teddy, itch no more. They start going back and forth going, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Then Jesse starts singing. That's the sound of a man working on the chain gang while Joey joins in. Danny comes down with a tray of food and listens to them sing for a second and chimes in to sing this. Here's some tuna fish and soup. It's nutritious and delicious and it's great to fight infection for the family that I love. <laughs> I just want to stop right here for a second. <laughs> okay. So when I was little, <laughs> maybe like around nine, ten, maybe. Um, I grew up watching Full House and along with my friends and my best friend. And uh, I was over her house one day and uh, we had just watched this episode. And I remember this and I, I pray to God I never forget this because it's just one of those memories. And I was over at her house and we had just watched this episode and we thought it would be funny if we recreated this scene right here. So we had my best friend's brother and maybe her mom on the couch and me or her, one of us. And then one of us, they would start doing the ooh, ah, on the couch, like singing the song. And then one of us would come in with like a tray of like empty cups because we weren't going to actually make food and do this. So we, we had like a tray of empty cups or whatever on this thing and we'd come in and sing this part here's some tuna fish and soup it's nutritious so we would come in and we actually recreated this scene and it was hilarious we thought it was the funniest thing on earth oh my word we were we were little little girls and it was just we thought it was so hilarious to do so back to the story we have jesse and joey they stop singing because obviously danny just ruined the whole song with his weirdness. As we've said before, Danny is super awkward and ruined it. So Joey's not hungry, Jesse isn't either, and Stephanie is nauseous. So this kind of annoyed me because Danny just made all that food for nothing. Ugh. Danny goes on to conclude that he's not going anywhere since he couldn't find a sitter. <gasps> but at 22 minutes and 44 seconds, DJ comes down the stairs. She came back to make sure that Danny had a sitter and that there'll be other parties. Danny thanks her. And we see kind of another heart talk here. This is kind of the main heart talk, but she goes on to say that he's done so much for her. It's time for her to do the same for him. Danny gets up to leave like four different times, but he keeps on talking until DJ says she'll go back to the party if he won't leave. So he does eventually leave and asks Jesse and Joey and Stephanie, you guys don't need anything, right? But they go on to, at the same time, yell all the things that they want. So this is actually the part of the episode where the credits start and the, the, you know, the ending music starts. So you can't really hear what they're asking DJ for. But if you have the subtitles on, like I do with everything, you can kind of see what people are asking for. So Jesse asks for his guitar, OJ, tissues, Rolling Stones magazine, and his phone book. Stephanie, she asks for coloring books, colors. She asks, she asks for colors, not crayons, colors. 
okay? And she wants her paper dolls. Joey, it's hard to tell. He seems kind of quiet in that, in that partic particular scene. Oh, goodness gracious me. And there's no guest stars in this episode. None. I can't even remember the last time we had an episode with no guest stars. It must have been episode two or three or something way back there. And guys, that is it. That is it for episode, what episode? Episode 15, a pox in our house. I am, that's it, all done. I have no trivia. Well, the only reason I don't have trivia is because I ran out of internet and I'm not able to look on IMDb. So if you have any cool trivia, or fun facts about Full House, or questions, or comments, or cool things that you want to share with me, you can do so by emailing me at fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. That's fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Instagram. What's this Full House? I'm on Facebook. What's this Full House Edition podcast? And I think that's it. You can look. You can look at the. Po you can listen to the podcast anywhere on 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 Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's everywhere where podcasts are available. So you can find me on all the worldwide web of podcasts. So really fast before I say goodbye, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a heads up of what's to come in the next episode. We'll be doing episode 16 called "But Seriously, Folks." This one. At a comedy club, the spotlight on Joey until Phyllis Diller takes his place on stage. So this one is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode. Um, one that I haven't really watched a whole lot. So we'll really have to see how that goes. And I will, will really try to not wait two, two months or so to, not, to put this up because I was on a roll. Once a month, people. That's all. Like, it's... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So tune in next time for, but seriously, folks, that'll be episode 16. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today to the, what's this full house edition podcast. As always, I am your H O S T A M Y. And I will see you next time. The full house edition podcast has no affiliation with full house or the Warner brothers studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.